0: uh hi friends um this is Aaron from the EcoIQ project um the following interview was interviewed with uh, Shai Danon recently and it's quite a different interview We did interview shai Dunn uh, earlier on the program, but it was specifically um about uh, ecological connection and uh, his uh, knowledge of um of lights and bio rhythms with the sun and it was a it was a more um torn down let's say Um, uh, episode of of what really his work is about. Um, Shadun is very, very active in uh, um, a lot of uh, what people would call conspiracy theories, Um, different um, uh, things that are happening behind the scenes regarding vaccines, 5G, all these kind of things. And uh, I am never have been, and I'm not now, somebody that – It gets into conspiracy theories. I'm not interested in going down those rabbit holes. It's why I I just don't have time to do it. But I do think there is some people with – there is some people and there are some groups of people that have uh, agendas, and those agendas are um, – when they have a lot of power behind them, they can can become uh, quite destructive. And I don't know exactly what's happening. Uh, behind the scenes of things like the current situation now with the uh, COVID nineteen or with the vaccine uh, situation or or with the uh, with five G and what is it and and what its relation to the um, Communist Party of China? I don't know those connections, but um, I I do um, appreciate people that have uh, researched that much more deeply than myself, and I feel it's um in a time like this when. Uh, a lot of things don't make sense, and when um, I feel uh, I, a lot, there's a lot of issues with um, personal uh, freedom, um, personal freedoms of speech, in, in specifically, and personal freedom of choice being restricted, and um, a lot of controls that I don't feel really they're warranted. Um, in times like that, I think it's uh, it's even more important to to start to. Um, I don't know how to say it in a nice way, but to to man up also, if you're not a man, also if you're a woman, to to man up and and be able to listen to something that you don't necessarily agree with because there might be points in there that um, uh, are valuable. So I think generally as a society today, we've um, become uh, quite weak in many ways, and I don't say that as a criticism for anyone individually. But um, the ability to think critically as um, I see it like kind of uh, lacking a lot, that's my personal opinion, in in many areas. And um, uh, we, something we talk about a lot in, the, in our family, and uh, I'm at home with my wife. And the best way we can describe it is, I, and I've studied it from many different angles and something I've thought about a lot, um, many different um, perspectives. And um, that's why we can, uh, the, we describe it between each other is um, being able to think with the heart and um, you know, the ability to y- utilize the heart as a, as a tool of analyzation and, and for feeling truth, not just um, with the mind. I think it's very powerful because you can't leave out the heart. If you leave out the heart, it comes in the back door and uh, it in the, comes in the back door um, in the form of um, reaction, emotional reaction. I think we see a lot of that today um, in the media and also just in people's general, in people's approach. You can see it really extremely on social media. So um, this idea of critical thinking, I think a big part of that and a big way for people that they can start to train it is to start to listen to opposite sides of an argument um, and, and just uh, sit without reacting and uh, see if you can understand the other side. And uh, I think there's a big utility in that because I think there is um, one of the things a lot of agendas are doing today is trying to polarize us and they do that with, um, with emotion by, like, um, by getting into a mode and, 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 uh, and because we've, we've, we've lost this instinct in many ways, this instinct to be able to think with the heart and sense when something is true or not because we've kind of lost that in many ways. So, um, we very easily fall into this trap of just reacting and putting ourselves in groups. And I don't listen to that one because that's uh, this kind of group, or well, I don't listen to that one because that's kind of this kind of group. And, and without actually listening to the ideas, something may be valuable for us. And needless to say, I feel freedom of, uh, of, uh, of information is very, very important uh, today more than ever. So on, on that note, um, I wanted to give uh, Shai down on the platform because he's a, local, um, uh, he's a local advocate for a lot of um, agendas that are going on underneath the scenes. And, I mean, uh, he's got a, lot of, uh, got a lot of what to say. And uh, I really respect him um, for his work and also for his uh, dedication to the community. He's someone that's very, very focused on, on, the, on the health of the community. He's very, very concerned about that. And uh, I think there was a very some really special and and deep points made in this interview. Um, uh, so I just ask you to look at it with a um, with a good eye. So that, so they say with an eye in tov, You say in Hebrew. Um, if there's if there's parts of this interview that are a bit difficult for you to swallow, don't throw the the um, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, you know, don't lose those uh, special points that you that might help you in a time like this um, to see a bit more clearly or to feel positive, um, because you didn't like uh, some of the thing that you that you heard that was that, that didn't uh, that rubbed you up the wrong way. So don't don't throw the whole thing out. Listen to um the parts that you can absorb and uh, what you can get from it. And I got a lot out of it, really, really a lot, um, especially about the idea of control and um, personal sovereignty, bodily, inte- and bodily integrity. And we'll be having some more interviews like this, but there'll be um, additions to our regular interviews every week where we interview people more specifically about um, ecological connection. But I think this is a very important topic. So um, what's happening right now and uh, um, some uh, some uh, ideas of um, around the issues of individual freedom. So I hope you enjoy our interview with Shai Danum. And... Uh, um, and uh, let me know uh, what you what you think. Welcome to the Eco-IQ project. I'm Aaron Henderson. My guest today is Shai Danon, the, the founder of Raise the Frequency in Israel, an innovative, in, uh, innovative and empowering platform that promotes a very open-minded approach to transparency of information regarding community and global health at all levels. You are an incredibly prolific and active community vlogger, activist, educator, speaker, and seeker of truth, Shai. With over 10,000 followers on YouTube and well over 2 million views, to clarify in our small country of Israel that sizable, and hundreds of videos and papers covering biophysics of water, sound healing, dangers of Wi-Fi and 5G, biophysics of light, modern-day radiation, human biohacking, and a lot more. As someone who sees the importance of local support, you seem to have a deep sense of commitment and responsibility to the communities here in Israel. On your channel, you interview a huge range of thinkers, academics, professionals about the most controversial challenges we face today in our world. And last year, we started to file suit against sections of the government against untried implementation of 5G technology into Israel. It's a great pleasure to welcome you back to the show. Shai Danon, welcome to EQIQ. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So it, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a different interview. I'm just letting our guests know. It's a little bit of our audience know, a little bit of a different interview today. Um, we normally cover very deeply um, a connection to ecology. And uh, um, and a lot of our audience is farmers or people dealing with land, but I really feel this is a very important uh, and topics we're going to talk about today because um uh, because uh, it's it's it really it, I don't see it as less important as, um, as, as knowing about what's going on with agriculture in terms of uh, pesticides in terms of um, uh, um, uh, r- restriction of independence, you know which happens a lot also in agriculture, <coughs> but I think also these issues relating to health and and, um, and and sovereignty is also very very critical. so just let our audience know it' be a little bit different different of mm. interview today. Mm. So right now there's a really lot there's a lot going on and it's kind of hard a bit to know where to start because when I started to, normally when I research a guest I very deeply research uh, who they are and what's their connection to, to ecology and, and, and uh, who they are and everything and I and I, and I but, but I mean this in this case because there was so many things going on and I know you're deep into a lot of different uh, areas in, in in what's going on. As The more I dig, the more information came out. So I, at some point, I just had to say, okay, stop. I just need to go with what we've got. And so probably after this, I'll probably do a little bit of my own podcast on on some things that I didn't get to cover today because I don't think right. we'll be able to cover everything. There's just so much going on.
1: Anyway, but we can't.
0: Yeah, we can't. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to start. If there's one thing I learned as the EcoIQ project grows and evolves, it's that to be most effective and really offer people something that can help them connect and find deeper meaning and celebrate their connection to their farms, gardens, ecologies, communities, families, and themselves. That one thing would be I realize how important it is to stay connected to my own unique process and stay true to what I feel is important because I think we all offer as individuals something uh, special when it comes to innovation, resilience, manifesting abundance but all those wonderful things only happen uh, when we act as individuals and that goes doubly for our audience a lot of them who are farmers or people passionate about connection to land and country and that being said i i really think that's where i recommend we kick it off shy is the importance of fostering that individuality because there's a strong movement right right going on right now i feel that wants to homogenize us all into groups and it's using powerful psychology in the form of ideologies to get there And I think the hardest thing for people is that from the outside, this ideology and narrative right now is talking a lot about equality, compassion, freedom of rights. um, But actions speak louder than words, and those actions are starting to get crazy. I I mean, when thousands of people, just to, you know, before I uh, respond, I mean, with thousands of people protesting close proximity, like in America, I'm talking about now the corona situation right now, in New York, no less, the epicenter of the corona situation in, in the U.S., Supposedly see thousands of deaths by virus, total lockdown with businesses failing, people dying from isolation-related issues, and now in the total opposite situation and zero deaths. And, you know, the, 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 and to my previous point, the, the, the same voices that were screaming for extreme lockdown and shaming people by walking their dog or going to the beach or walking with their children, those same voices are now encouraging people to get out and protest, even to the point of saying some issues are more important than the danger of corona. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree, regardless of how dangerous COVID-19 was, that danger is now over. I just brought up the U.S. rights as an example, but without going into that rabbit hole, how do you see the, how, how do you see the switch of narratives by the media and a lot of people in the government right now?
1: Well, uh, I don't see it as a real switch, <laughs> really, <laughs> uh, to be honest. And I don't, uh, if it's all right with you, I disagree with, the, with what you said, that the COVID-19 was dangerous at any mm. point.
0: Mm. I mean, I said regardless of the level of danger. I mean, you know, we can we can debate how some people would say very dangerous, some people would say not at all. So yeah.
1: Let's say let's say if if it's real, all right. If it's real, <laughs> um, it may be just more contagious. It will still it will still harm those with a weaker immune system, which mm. is like any any like any other flu or, or similar type of illness. So there's nothing much about it besides possibly the fact that it's more contagious, but that's it. And I don't mind, to be honest, I don't mind to have Corona mm. or whatever or flu because I'm, I'm secure in my own knowledge, in my own education, in my own immune system. I go out to the sun, I eat the right stuff. I look after myself because and that's, this is where I'm going to start and answer your question, yeah. because I differentiate between what is right and what isn't, what is true and what is false, mm-hmm. which brings me to one word, which is called education, mm-hmm. and we need to we need to realize if if we want really to wake up, and this is something I've I've said years now, for years I've been saying the same things over and over again. Stop. Stop consuming mainstream media. Mm. Just stop. Whether it's on TV, whether it's on your phone, through the applications they they give us now, just stop listening to them. Because although some truths are there, most of it is manipulated into making you think or believe certain things, which upon them they can force new rules, regulations, etc. And we can see it now, uh, you know, to an extent of, of no freedom at all or no rights at all, and they will use our ignorance to control us further and further. And again, to and most people fall into this trap. So I cannot I cannot uh, not mention it. This is the first thing to cut the poisonous information channels. First thing. Second is which one to which one you choose to learn from. So this is where education is so important. i, I, give, you, I give you just a quick example. Let's, let's talk for a second about the pyramid. The pyramids in the world, but let's just say there's no other pyramids <laughs> than just those in Egypt, all right, in Giza. We, we were being told, through the education system, through scientific research, through all the proper mainstream agenda, that the pyramids in Egypt are a tomb for the pharaohs. Now, any any sane free thinker, even if just for a couple of minutes free thinker, that will look on what we are talking about, will know immediately, just by knowing, without even thinking about it, it can't be a tomb. Because it's there's no other tomb like this on the planet, and the complexity and the the effort that was put there to build this uh, this mega structure, which we cannot even build today with all the advancement and 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 technology that we have. So any any sane pain, any sane person will will think. Hang on, this is not just a tomb. It can do this, and it has this shaft and this pier and these other, you know, places, hidden places. And what about all these huge blocks, these huge, huge bricks? They come to hundreds of tons. And it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. But the narrative is that this is a tomb for the pharaohs. And this is what we are being taught. And we are being taught that the people of Israel, the Israelites back in the days, were building this this structure. Now, sorry, guys, but this is false. So this is just one example, simple example, nothing to do with the education system, nothing to do with what we know now as you know our Actually, life
0: do you have a do you have a, like a, a modern example of how, of this kind of a, a miseducation that, you know maybe regarding some of the current issues we have of like course of a, course you know, there's, there's, there's many some, could you give us something like in more in the, you know in our yeah. life, like
1: corona or sure. like for example we, we are being told that uh, radiation from the sun mm-hmm. is dangerous mm-hmm. all right let's let's stick with that for a second let's say it's dangerous all right it's false but let's say it's it's true <laughs> And we are being told that the radiation from antennas is okay. They are not that dangerous because they are like the sun. So, first of all, there's a bit of contradiction here. This is one thing. Second thing, again, any sane human being will look at evolution, not theory of evolution, Darwin, not this bullshit, sorry, but we look just at evolution you know, our grandparents and their grand-grandparents, etc. If the sun is so dangerous, we were supposed to die or they were supposed to not even get born. So we wouldn't be here if the sun would be dangerous because it would, uh, uh, you know, burn them or give them cancer already hundreds of years ago. Yes. But the sun works in a very complex way and it's here to sustain life and to make us thrive. And this is true for all life forms, not just humans. Birds, animals, you know, photosynthesis, and there's so much more to speak about it, but let's just uh, uh, stay with that for a second. On the other hand, we're being told that the antennas, they're not harmful, you know, they're all right. Yes, it's not inconclusive, and the scientific data is not inconclusive, etc. But they're saying that the radiation is the same. And this is a big lie. (laughs) This is false. Because the radiation from the antennas, they are pulsed. You know, it's with pulsation. Mm -hmm. So you get within, for example, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi works on 10 hertz. 10 hertz is like a brain, one of the brain waves, all right? The alpha brain wave, which is 7 to 11 or something like that. and the Wi-Fi works on 10 hertz, so it's similar to the brainwave. But on these 10 hertz, they manage to push 2.4 billion hertz pulsating. All right? Tuck, tuck, tuck,
0: tuck, that's that's 2, gigahertz, four, right? That's gigahertz.
1: 2.4 gigahertz, which is 2, 2.4 billion With hertz the peak, a the second that are basically being uh, put on top of this 10 hertz. The 10 hertz, the Wi-Fi, is saying to everyone else, hey, I'm here, I'm broadcasting on 10 hertz, I'm here. Okay, I'm open to receive. I'm open to give. The 2.4 gigahertz is actually the, the data transformation, the data transfer, sorry, of device to device, etc. So it's done in a certain way to save, uh, to save power on the, on the, I forgot the term in English, on the broadband, you know, on the band itself. Yeah. But what is so obvious, and you don't need to be a physicist, you don't need to be a scientist, to know that the sun, the sun's radiation is not pulsating. Uh-huh. It's is constant. Is penetrating your body in such a way. Never mind the frequencies are good, but the way that they are being broadcast uh, by the sun... Is actually good for you. It doesn't harm you. The, the way of trans, the way of communicating from the sun to your body cells, the way of broadcasting from the sun rays to your body cells, is not harmful. Mm-hmm. The way the Wi-Fi on the other devices work is harmful. Just, I mean, there's many uh, uh, many things we can say about this, but just the pulsating of the radiation yeah. is really really harmful. Yeah. But all the, not all, but a lot of the systems, like the Weizmann Institute, the Davidson, Davidson Institute, the uh, FCC, the IEEE, the, uh, what's the name, the IARC, uh, forgot the initials, the actual names, all the organizations that actually represent the industry, they say that the radiation from antennas are safe. The radiation from the sun is not so good. Mm-hmm. But they, no actually, they that. flipped. They flipped truth with force. It sounds right? like
0: so. There's no. We're basically what you're saying. There's no science behind that because it sounds very basic science to get into. There is some. The, the main thing about the pulsation is it's dis. It's disharmonious. Is that the right? Because the, the, the. No, it's not,
1: not disharmony. Pulsation. It's actually. It's breaking, I don't want to go into too many details about the science side, and I'm not a scientist, just to say, but yes, you are right. It's, the, it's really basic, and they are lying about that, and most people fall into this trap because they get this information from the media, and the media is lying. But we were taught to believe, we, we were accustomed to believe the mainstream media. So if there's a doctor on TV saying, oh, the sun is really dangerous and the antennas are not, most people, without even thinking about it, they will believe him. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem. This is such a big problem. Most people don't understand. You know, people, they, they publish on my group, uh, Raising the Frequency in, uh, in, on Facebook, they publish certain stuff, and I need to approve or disapprove the, the posts. And I tell them, listen, guys, if I see another, another post from a mainstream media, you, you are off the group. <laughs> Look, they have enough stage. The mainstream media, they have enough uh, broadcast time, public time. They have enough uh, uh, platforms to put their bullshit on, you know? Why I need to give them my platform to, to spread more lies? Now, some things I do accept, but most things that come from the mainstream media, I don't want to approve on my Facebook uh, group. And that's because they have enough airtime. They have enough publicity. They don't need mine as well.
0: Shai, I, I feel just just to grab this point. I know we're, we're we're going we're diverging a little bit from the Wi-Fi, which we will get into soon when we talk about five G a little bit. But I just wanted to grab this point because the media today it seems like a massive and like you are also confirming it's a massive, massive uh, card in all this. Uh, Many yeah, like many different agendas going on. I just, first of all, I mean, I, I, I can't really imagine the mind of a person who's involved in that media because, I mean, do they, if they really know what they're doing, and surely they must, because many times it even gets to the point of actual fake media, like actual fake stories.
1: Yeah, it depends on the level, depends on the level, Aaron. I mean, the editor-in-chief, he will probably know more than the reporter.
0: As, so I... What I wanted to ask you, Shai, is in relation to to a person's uh, personal sovereignty. The, 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 you know, you mentioned once before in videos your sovereignty over your own body and mind, which nobody else can interfere with, except you know maybe God, not mm-hmm. maybe, definitely God and and that yourself. Is, yeah. and that's it. So, I mean, uh, w- in, in relation to that, as that is like a background, what what is the what is the media? What's the purpose of the media in terms of uh, in terms of someone's sovereignty? What is there? What's the what's the game over here? Because it looks like really there is an agenda to be behind the. The media remember,
1: okay, okay, no, no, fair, fair question, and remember I said before education, the role of the media is to educate us mm-hmm. according to a certain agenda. Now we need to understand for just, you know, just a number, in the U.S. alone, three quarters of the um, advertisement money of TV is coming from pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. So, just to understand this number, one has to accept the fact, (laughs) it's a fact, that the mainstream media, three quarters of its agenda, will be influenced by the pharmaceutical companies. Although we're talking just about advertisement, but it's never just about advertisement. So, and we live in 2020, you know, it's not the 60s, it's not the 70s. We are not as naive as our parents used to be, let's say. So knowing what we know today, you, you just cannot afford yourself to be naive anymore. Mm-hmm. I, wish I, were, I wish I was naive like I was before, but I have reality and reality is what determines my naivety. And at the moment, I cannot be naive. I cannot afford myself to be naive. Neither of us can. So what we have is we have the mainstream media, which promoting a story or few stories which appear to be sometimes contradicting each other, as if the media is allowing uh, multiple opinions, all right? As if the media is doing its job to allow multiple points of views on one subject or one subject or other subjects. So for, I'll give you an example. Let's say there's, there's the corona, and you have the the ex um, ex manager of the health office in in Israel, all right? And he said the corona is bullshit. Yeah, there's no plague. There's no, you know, the quarantine is useless, etc., etc. Now he's right. So many people are listening to him, and he's on on TV. Yeah, oh. many many people are listening to him, and they're thinking. He's right, you know, and the mainstream media are lying to me, the the health office is lying to me. He's right. So, now they're moving from believing the health office, the health minister, and it's hierarchy, all right, and they start to believe this guy who used to be the ex-manager of the health office in Israel, like back in the day. But what they don't know is that this guy is actually a big fan of vaccines. (laughs) So why would he say
0: something
1: like that, Shai? Maybe it's something that he believes. Okay. But he also believes that everyone should be vaccinated against flu, for example. Hmm. So we need to be, and that's what I mean, there is multiple stories going on. And it appears, if you don't know how it's being built, how it's being uh, um, even compartmentalized, all right, in certain ways that you will think, ah, he's different than him. He's saying white, but he's saying black. He's saying potato and they are saying potato, you know? So I'm thinking they are different views. They come from different agendas. And the truth of the matter is they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean it's, <laughs> <laughs> they're, still, they're still supporting the same agenda, although at the moment I may not see it. But down the line, give it a week or two, or a month or two, you will see that. Both the health minister and the ex manager of the health office will agree on the fact that everyone should be vaccinated.
0: Ah, okay, I got you. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay, so what we got here, and the
1: goal, and the goal is to vaccinate everyone. It's not to the goal is not to argue. This is just a mean to get to the goal. The goal is not to show multiple opinions. This is just the mean to get to the goal to confuse people and then to reach to reach the destination, which is. Vaccinations and, hopefully not, but false vaccinations. Mm-hmm. That's what they want, and how they do it. This is one tool using the media. The media is one part of the education system, mm-hmm. and I want to. I want to. I don't know if we spoke about it in our last interview, but soon I will have uh, an interview with a with a lady uh, from Canada, and I already had few interviews on this matter, and this matter is called. Communitarianism. Communitarianism is the new software. Listen, is the new software for the education system of human, human race. Communitarianism is like the problem reaction solution. It's coming from the Hegelian dialect, all right? Is the thesis, sorry, thesis, antithesis, and synthesis, all right? Communitarianism, if you want, is communism and capitalism come together. Mm. Communitarianism is the needs of the individual, when they meet the needs of the public, how, how to balance them. Okay. So you will be told in a, in a day or okay. day... Sounds okay. <laughs> that's how that's how it sounds but before you said that only god can maybe interfere with my body and my mind and my soul obviously yeah. communitarianism, communitarianism say no the state will decide because if you choose and see what's his name alan dawsweitz the, the lawyer from new york yeah? Yeah. yeah he said soon and he's following the communitarianism agenda because he's saying soon you have no right not to vaccinate
0: yeah. because you may <laughs> harm that. others in the public. Yeah, I heard him say that. I listened to that. I listened to one of those videos. This but,
1: is communitarianism, it? and it's so important how they take our reality and twist it to a certain place which you may think and everyone may think, hang on, it makes sense. <laughs> but actually, by this sense, and this is just sense, it's not truth. It's not, it's not real, it's just making sense. And this is how communitarianism built. But by this making sense way of thinking, you will allow others to come and poison your body and poison your children with, uh, with poison straight to the muscle, you know, straight to your arm or whatever. And this is wrong. Even if it makes sense, it's wrong. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you mean, now, you're saying, you you're believe- saying even, the, even, sorry, I just want to clarify, Shai. You're saying even, let's say, sure. even they're just talking about uh, something very, uh, even putting, like say, vitamin C, which is, you know, there's many therapies, vitamin C injections, very good, But you believe it or not. Let's say now they're coming and they're saying, okay, vitamin C, it's really good. We want you to take it. Even if you don't want, we're going to make you take it. You're saying even that, the point is the control. The point is the, the, of the, point is the, the, the doing something of that's your mind that you don't want to do.
1: Of course, I, even if the look, I've been saying it for years about fluoridation, all right? Mm-hmm. I've been saying this on, on videos and wherever I could. Even if the government will come and say, listen, I want to give you honey in the water. I want to put 10 cc of honey or of something else which is good for you, let's say, for each uh, a human being, uh, adult, children, doesn't matter, that lives here. Mm-hmm. Even to this, Aaron, I say no. Let me choose mm. what goes into my body and what isn't. Yeah. And because they want to force it, I I push back. And this is my reaction. It's obviously as part of the problem-reaction-solution. It's my reaction to a problem. Mm. But what they're doing, they're, they're playing a double game, and I will explain it in a second. And also most people will think, most people will think, hey, they want to give me free honey. Let's take it. And they they fall in the trap because the next time they want to give you free poison. But you already agreed to get the free honey. And it's already written in a law, in a state law, which got nothing to do with God and God's laws and natural laws. It's a state law. It's written written by corporations, (laughs) not not by God and not by, uh, you know, it's written to make profit, it's written to control, it's written in order to achieve a certain goal, not your well-being, not your freedom, not your liberty. And we see it now in the world. We see it as it is. Look, David Icke, in the interview we gave one of them with, uh, with uh, Brian Rose, yeah, on the Real, London Reel, he said something really, really important. He said, it's maybe the first time in history the, the the bad guys, all right. We know who they are. They have exposed themselves. They entered the room with us, and the door behind them was shut. Mm-hmm. So we are many. There are few. We know they are the bad guys. They know we know they are the bad guys. And this is maybe the first time in history that it happens. We have an opportunity, and we have to take this opportunity in both hands and use it wisely. The thing is, through the mainstream media and through the education, there's a lot of confusion. And this confusion is on purpose by the mainstream media, which is following three simple words that were introduced and the uh, simulation to the, to the COVID-19 um, pandemic or pandemic that was done in John Hopkins Hospital in the end of two th- 2019. And mm-hmm. these three words are flood the zone. What's that Because mean? Since, since the virus was introduced in, introduced in Wuhan and to the world, flood the zone is what we see, which is... Don't allow anyone on the planet anything else besides information about Uh COVID-19. Whether it's a new song, whether it's cool, whether it's clothes, whatever, whatever aspect of life, let it have, uh, let it has COVID-19 in it. If you want to speak about new mic that came out, no. We only speak about COVID-19. It's a brainwashing of all the population with this fake story. Sarah, so, go ahead. What, what,
0: what? No, I'm just curious about how, like, the, the, it's, I, I, really, I really get what you're saying, because, I mean, for the last two months, I never really look on, on, I've never looked on social media as much as I have recently. I just got pulled into it because it's just so sure. crazy. I, so, uh, re- but recently, just in the last week or so, this narrative looks like, from the outside, and I understand what you're saying about giving this diversity, this uh, perceived diversity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you think there's diverse opinions, but then really after they agree, but I really see it kind of like, it looks like it kind of shifted suddenly, and everyone just forgot about Corona. I mean, when there's thousands of people in the street in the US, and there's no... De- wait, why isn't anyone saying, wait a second, this is a bit weird. So I mean, No, it, but wait, know, no, no. Know, geez.
1: No, because soon, around they will say there's a second wave, mm-hmm. which is because of these uh, uh, protesters in the street. Look, a month ago, I've listened to a show. I forgot actually who was in it, but anyway, it was in English, and they said that it, it was with James Corbett. Now I remember, with James Corbett, a, a, a journalist, a very good one, independent one. And he brought on two guests, also um, private, you know, individuals, researchers, journalists. And they said in this conversation that they won't be surprised if the second wave will be introduced uh, as being caused by protesters, right-wing protesters, those who bear arms in the U.S., those who uh, oppose false vaccinations. And those who opposed uh, radiation let's say so we have we have three types of groups that to be blamed for the spreading of the second wave
0: uh-huh.
1: so whether it's true or not, we'll have to see, but the seed was already planted, and now the media, as far as I see, only today that they are trying to uh Talk about what you just mentioned. If there's COVID nineteen, how come we don't see a second wave, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Wait, <laughs> it's part of what they are planning to bring uh, upon us. And what you were saying that you were drawn into the social media—it's so important because so many people. And actually, they want to learn what's going on, so they go into the social media because they understand, okay, the mainstream media is not so good for me, maybe, so I'm going to into the social media. But what happened in the last 10 years, Aaron, the social media got so sophisticated in manipulating minds, and you have to see only, uh, even only the Cambridge Analytica uh, campaigns with Donald Trump and with Brexit to understand what can be done in perceptions or, or in people's perceptions through the social media features and through the social media algorithms, all right? Because it's real and they are trying or they can manipulate people's minds. I give you an example. When the corona just came out, just came out in Wuhan and then it moved to, I think it was Italy first, I, I don't remember now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Immediately, my, my, personal response was, this is fake, because I already know the swine flu bullshit, and I know what the WHO and its allies or sponsors are trying to do for many, many years, because I'm not in this story just from a couple of months ago, (laughs) you know, so I know what they're up to, and my immediate response was, you ask my wife, this is fake. This is fake. Now, I didn't know it will reach. I didn't know this is the, this is the money time for them. You know, I, I didn't know that. Nobody did. But as time progressed and more events, um, more events occurred, and we can see that it's not just a virus. They're crashing the economy and 5G is coming and no, the, the loss of rights and liberties, etc., etc. Now, people forget to, to think even if the corona is fake or not. They are dealing, like you said, with other things that follow the coronavirus pandemic or pandemic. And this is what they want, the planners, because people now already accept the, the pandemic as something real. But my initial response or, or reaction in me was, "This is fake. and I still know, and I say it's fake, but now what happens? Because more people believe it's real. Although there's many people who believe it's not, yes? But still, more people believe it's real and they're still wearing masks and they hold to their belief system so strongly that if I say something against the validity of this story, now I'm, I can become a problem for them because it's too, they, they think I'm threatening their life, you know? I, I met a guy an hour ago. <laughs> I bought some uh, bread. I met a guy there and he was with a mask. And he's a nice guy. I know him, and I'm like, why, why wear a mask? And he's like, no, it's because of my mom and this. I'm like, yeah, but you are here in the bakery now. Your mom is there. Why wear a mask? I don't want to, you know, infect her, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. I got into into this conversation with him. We didn't agree. Uh, we didn't agree, but I told him, listen, you know, your immune system is much better when it exposes... Yeah. Exposed to all to exchange of air. So, in the quarantine, in the quarantine where we were, we were all at home for six weeks or something like that, five weeks, six weeks, actually the immune system went down because it didn't have other uh, people's air. I don't want to say viruses or bacteria, but just it didn't exchange air with other organisms like us. So, it went down. And then when we went out, Maybe more people got sick. Not by corona, just felt a bit more sick because the immune system had to, again, get accustomed to new exchange of air with others. And this is so important. That I told this guy, listen, if the health minister is, is caring so much about you and your mom, and if she has a weaker immune system, why not take her out to the sun? Why not give her vitamin C, vitamin D? Eat some strawberries, eat some peppers. You know, there's so many good things to do. You think this mask will help you? You think this mask will save you? And I tell you something, Aaron, most people are afraid of dying. They cannot accept that this life, this journey will end. Now, I'm not in favor of ending it like other bastards in other places around the world. I'm not doing this and I'm not saying that. I do say people will do anything just to stay alive. But there's some things which are related to stupidity, which one should not do. Look, if you put, if you're afraid of getting sick, avoiding people is not a solution. If you're afraid of getting sick, you better strengthen yourself. You know, make your immune system, boost your immune system, so you can handle other things that come in your ways. And if you didn't succeed, hello maybe god did choose something here for you you know but i prefer for god to choose and not for big Gates. <laughs> I,
0: I think i think that was also reflected also in the in the I, I mean the germ theory that happened in the 90s i think it was the 90s or you know where where also the bacteria suddenly became the the able thing and people realized that i mean it's not it's not really like that you know and i know that personally from you know working with a lot of organic farmers organic being all the strata not biodynamic or specifically anything they 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 find when they when they switch over from chemicals to organic and natural, immediately the first thing they say is I feel much better. Like my health goes up, my children get better every straight yeah. away. The and they're covered in dirt. There's always dirt and, and manure of things and compost and you know and, and they say you know and I know also from myself when I when I worked on it when I managed the farm in Australia. One of the strangest things always is that we had a compost pile that was very close to the house. And, and the, the yogurt that we used to make there, I never had to add anything. We immediately make yogurt very fast. And it was very, we used to just sometimes live just on that. And it, yeah. just that interaction with the, with the dirt. And yeah. the, the, Also, I wanted to bring up something. I just wanted to, to let people know mm-hmm. something very interesting from the world of ecology. The, vir- the amount of bacteria and everything, we know so little about what's going on in terms of the, the bacteria and the, and the fungi and all these kind of things, and including viruses. I mean, there is trillions of viruses uh, alive in, uh, all the time, you know, from uh, all different uh, families and everything, and, and we know so little about them. Like, uh, up until the point, the, there is viruses on bacteria, and those bacteria don't do certain actions that we need, like fixing atmospheric nitrogen into the plants, and if that virus doesn't exist on that bacteria... It doesn't happen. So I mean, we know a exactly. so little about what's going on. It's uh, and and surely this is not here for nothing. And viruses are only evil, but that's kind of the. That's good. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Go this ahead. is why this is why the science that they base their stories on is, you know, I don't want to say it's false, but it's partial. All right. Yeah. Just partial, and you cannot make assumptions or conclusions on on the whole just from partial scientific data. It just, you will get the wrong conclusion or assumption. And this is what's happening. Whether it's, it doesn't matter even if it's deliberate or by mistake. Mm. Because if it's deliberate, obviously it's much worse. And I I do know, I believe, and I know it's deliberate. But even if it was by mistake, Mm. the mistake of... I mean, by having this mistake of because of this virus, they crash the economy and they make millions and millions of people poor, needing food, shelter, etc. Basically what they're doing, they're making you dependent on the state. Mm -hmm. And this is part of the agenda. Mm, mm. This is part of the of the gray state. This is part of sta- statism, you know, and part of communitarianism. They want you to be dependent on the state Shai, this, for everything.
0: This idea that you said of communitarianism is the first time I've used, heard that word used, but it's something I kind of came to the conclusion myself because I was looking from the outside, and you know, in a minute, I will hopefully, in you know, time permitting, we'll talk a little bit about the Communist Party in, of, of China and how that's a bit of a factor over here. Because my side was really psychology, you know, I, I deal a lot with psychology, and uh, uh, um, in in what I'm doing in the in the eco culture project, and I really saw the ideology is really like a critical thing, and but yeah. there is something over there about control. That's the main uh, I think. So I just wanted to uh, uh, depart from that from what we're doing just before we, because time for me, we need to move on a bit. I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, control in relation to, to, to vaccines. Because uh, now, like, yesterday my wife shared me with the audio message on, on, from, on WhatsApp by a nurse in Rosh Ein, it's a place here in in, uh, in Israel, where she's been instructed instructed along with her colleagues um, by, by the vaccine governing body, I think it's Natalie, and they're being... Yeah, which, is,
1: which is actually an Israeli company that was bought... By a Chinese company. That's what I heard. Chinese companies now doing uh, medical procedures in Israeli schools. This is yeah. outrageous. This is yeah. criminal. Yeah,
0: criminal. so, they're being, so she, said, she said in that message, now this is a nurse, yeah? This is a nurse. Yeah. She's in the, in, the, in the industry right now. She said they're being instructed um, that during scheduled school checkups, which is a new thing anyway, they didn't do this before, they need to conduct them alone. I heard the message, it's from her. They need to conduct them alone without parents and without teachers present. And, and I put out
1: yesterday, Aaron, I, put, I took this piece of audio together with another piece of audio by the lawyer of the... Um, yeah, I heard it. Okay, so... Yeah, I'm aware of that and I put it out for people to hear the nurse and also to hear the lawyer warning parents and telling parents that this procedure they're doing is illegal and it's an assault. It's considered as an assault if you take a child with an adult and you're doing any sort of medical procedure, even just a checkup, you know, without another adult in the room, without the consent of his parents. This is an assault and this is what they're doing. They're assaulting children now in school. Mm. (laughs) and to be honest i'm not surprised i mean i knew it's coming i didn't know exactly how but here it is we are the slope is really steep
0: (laughs) so (laughs) maybe in this point maybe we can just make it clear uh, what do you think what why what is this because it obviously looks like an introduction to something because it's on the face of it it's pretty harmless just checking up but there is a little, little bit of a, a idea of control here because you know you're being alone. No, no, no. And, it's
1: much more, much more than control, Aaron. But,
0: but Shai, what, what, what happened? But I just wanted to ask: is what the, the question I want to ask is: what do you think this is? What's the next like phase of this happening? And what? what and it, and how important you think it is to say something at this point now? Well, what's that's the question I wanted to ask you. Where's the next? Where's okay. it leading to? You know, phase two, if whatever we want to call it. And and how important you think it is, or if it's important at all, to say something now, or we can wait.
1: So this is already phase two. You're talking about phase three, and I will tell you what happened in phase one. <laughs> On phase one, what they did, well, is, is a couple of things. A, this, I'm talking now just about Israel, all right? But I guess it's true for other places as well. What they do, they canceled the committee that was in charge of forbidding human experiments in Israel. Mm-hmm. The Helsinki Committee... Was in charge of the law against human experiments in Israel, which is based on the Nuremberg Code after the Second World War. It's really serious because this is Israel, this is Jewish people, and now experimentations, medical procedures, medical experimentations are allowed in Israel without your consent. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one thing that happened. Second thing that happened. Is that, for example, this uh, Chinese company bought a few years ago this Natalie, and this Natalie now was given Natalie and Femi, another company. They were given; they are the contractors to to do medical checkups, to give uh, medical procedures and vaccines and stuff like that in schools. Mm-hmm. So what we have now is this is happening, and the chairman of the Helsinki Committee is now in charge of. Um, sending the biometric data to BGI, which is a Chinese company. So basically what I'm saying is two things. One thing, the medical checkups and vaccinations in schools are now being done or being controlled by Chinese companies, this is one thing. Second thing, which will lead us also after to the Communist Party but uh, in China, but the second thing is that the genetic, info, the genetic data that is taken from children and from adults in Israel is being sent to BGI, which is a Chinese company that the Israel Health Office, Health Minister, signed an agreement to send all the information from this uh, testing for corona, which we know now that they are taking uh, uh, genetic data from humans to send it to another Chinese company. So we have now, in parallel lines, two Chinese companies infiltrating Israeli systems in schools, in kindergarten, taking data from the children, as well as adults, yes, but I'm more concerned about the children, taking this data to Chinese companies now. So this was stage one, and now we are in stage two. Stage three is going for it. Basically doing the actual medical procedures and vaccinations. Because at the moment it's just checkups. It's nothing it's nothing bad, but it's not a checkup that is bad or good. It's the fact that parents need to oppose it now. They need to stop sending their kids to school or to go to the health minister and tell him first, you send your child genetic data to China. You do this first. You want 5G. you put these antennas in your home and in the Knesset. You want all these checkups? Yeah,
0: First, you do your kids. You all right you know what I mean? You think they're aware of that child. They're not, not, uh, not involving themselves in that.
1: Why should they? If most people are so thick to do nothing about it and keep sending their kids to school, regardless of the dangers that I just said, now many people will say, okay, so they send my genetic data to China. So what? Mm -hmm. These people, they have a lot to catch up. They need to understand what's going on. Maybe they will never know. I don't know. It's up to them. I cannot, I cannot go one by one and, tell them what's happening. That's why I'm making the broadcasts and putting out information in such a way. People need to wake up to understand that the life they knew before just ended. Mm. Now we are in a new phase, and in this phase, the government wants your children. The, the, the criminals, the world criminals, like Bill Gates, Soros, and these lot, they want our children. Now, they don't want our children just for genetic data on its own. They don't want our children just to make money out of them. Remember, these people have all the money in the world. They have the printing machines of money. They don't need more money. People need to wake up to the depth of the rabbit hole. Because without understanding the depth of the rabbit hole, you cannot understand, you don't have the dot connector that goes between all the stories that is happening now, whether it's 5G, whether it's Corona, whether it's education, communitarianism, etc., etc., etc. And what is this dot connector? What is this depth of the rabbit hole? People need to wake up to the possibility (laughs) I say, it's, I say in a gentle way to the possibility that the global elite, whether they are banking families, whether they are royal families, whether they are just corporations or rich people or, you know, CEOs or whatever, whether they are in Hollywood, whether they are in New York or London or Africa, it doesn't matter. The global elite for many, many years now, hundreds of years, probably, probably more, what they are doing, what they are dealing with is human sacrifice to their gods. Mostly children sacrifice to their gods. Using ancient techniques to cause fear in children and then take from their blood, sorry for this subject, but people need to be aware, and I'm just this is just the tip of the iceberg, taking from the blood uh, extraction of uh, a stuff called adrenochrome. And this, um, this chemical is produced by the adrenal glands. And when you drink it, not you, but when they drink it, they keep their youth right? They, now you see, for example, Tom Hanks' pictures from now and from 15 years ago. He looks younger now. This is just an example. There's, thousands and thousands of people in the world in this business. This is a big, big industry. And it's related to pedophilia. It's related to homosexuality. It's related to the Clintons. It's related to uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his island and Victoria's Secret Company that used to bring young girls and young boys to his island. And in this island, many rich people, many famous people used to go and visit there. And they used to have these orgies and parties and God knows what. We're talking about an island with dungeons where children were being kept there. So you can so these sick people can secrete the adrenochrome for their blood after they brutalized them, molested them, and You know, I don't want to talk about it too much, but basically it's related to the Pizzagate story, if the viewers know about it, and the Clintons and many, many other famous people, rich people, politicians and other families in the world, not just the U.S. or not just a certain country. This has been going on for many years, but it has become an industry. And this is the reason why all of this is being done now in order to control the future you need to control the children these sick people who control systems of humanity i'm not talking about humanity but the systems the economic system the energy okay supplying energy communication etc cetera, etc cetera. many many systems they control these systems for many years their final solution is controlling the future for their offsprings. How you do that? You trick with one hand. You trick everyone else. You trick everyone in a fake story that something is happening. And you, this is only one hand that's showing. You can see, they talk about corona, whether it's a virus, whether it's exosome, whether it's 5G, what is it, what's going on? This is one hand. On the other hand, the magician is doing stuff that most of the public is unaware of. And what's important is this hand, the hidden hand. This is where the real (laughs) stuff is happening, not the hand that we see, that the magicians show us, not what we see in the mainstream media, not what we are being told by politicians, by governments, by the WHO, even by Bill Gates. All this is fake, these are lies. What they want is our children. And it's not a surprise. See, when the prime minister of Israel said, "We just want to track your kids. First, the kids. Just to track them. Just to track them. It's like a toy." This is what people need to wake up and say, "No, this is not like a toy. This is like handicap. This is like uh, not Handcuffs. All right. This is like digital handcuffs. It's not a toy." If you have something like this on your hand as a child, you're growing up into this reality. As an adult, you think you will say no to this sort of handcuff? You will say yes, because you grew up with that. And this is, again, another way of flooding the zone. It's a, brain, it's a mass brainwashing for everyone. And the plan is to depopulate the planet is to control the children, to to remove the children from their houses, let the state take care of the children. This is their goal, Aaron. It doesn't matter if what I say sounds mad. I've been saying it for many, many years. Now I'm saying it more because it's more apparent in our reality, so I can speak about these things in a, in in a in a better way because when i spoke about this pedophilia 10 years ago people thought i'm mad so i stopped talking about these things because it was the time was not right then i can tell you that i know about these things since 11 years or so But I kept quiet (laughs) because it's too far off, you know, far-fetched for most people to understand in the last 10 years. But now, if you see the movies, The Fall of the Cabal, whether you agree with Trump or Q or this story of Q, it doesn't matter because what you can learn there, and in other uh, works of other people like Mark Devlin, who researched the music industry and the um um movies industry, the pedophilia that runs behind it, the Satan and Luciferian worshipping that runs behind it, who runs these things, the CIA walk that is running Hollywood behind the scenes in order to brainwash the masses in the U.S. and around the world. the world, these, all these things are real, they are true, and people need to wake up to the hidden reality. Because what we see now is just the beginning. The, again, I'm going to what David Dyke has been saying, that maybe it's the first time in history that the bad people, we know who they are, they expose themselves to us, like Bill Gates, George Soros, Rockefellers, and these lot, you know, Zuckerberg, Bezos, and, and people like that. They have exposed themselves to us. They enter the room and the door behind them is shut. We have an opportunity to see them and their actions, to expose them and to put them behind bars. But, Aaron, if we won't do it now, if we won't do it now, (sighs) I I, I don't want even to continue. We are in, in a deep, deep hole. And we are being—it's being pulled with a lot of shit into it. It's not even a fan. It's not even shit hit the fan because this is tiny droplets of shit hitting from the fan. I'm talking about digging our own hole because we keep quiet. The main thing here is consent. If you consent to to an act of crime, you have no one to blame. You have no—you cannot accuse no one. If you consent to Uh, uh, unlawful action, you bear the consequences. I'm telling you.
0: I I, I just, I wanted to, uh, I I wanted to uh, just pause it for a minute because I, I, uh, a lot of, like you said, it's very, very deep down the rabbit hole that you just went. I know, I know, but I have to say it. I I
1: I have to expose it because look, if you only speak about vaccines and children and tests, and checkups, and you're staying in the superficial, and you don't understand the goal. The goal is to take the children from their parents and let the state take care of the children, which is the part of communism. Now, you combine this with pedophilia and Luciferian worshipping and ancient ceremonies of blood sacrificing and and children sacrificing, you get the For them, it's the perfect combination of control. We will be, the majority, the masses, will be poor, will be sick, will be controlled. They will get younger with their technologies and with their blood drinking. They will be healthy because they live in the countryside and eat organic. And we will all be in a digital prison in cities, smart cities, which are being built now in order to... Bring us all together like sheep and tell us what, what what to drink, what to eat, where to go, when, stay in your home, go outside. If you go outside, you are being filmed. You we know every moment where you are, we can track you. This is the perfect cover up story to control human life and to control all the resources of the planet, whether they are, you know, uh, minerals, whether they are animals, plants, etc.
0: So, uh, Shai, uh, I, I wanted to bring up something important because I'm always looking for a foothold. I mean, working in the agriculture, it's very different. It's quite different, but in some ways it's very, very similar because when I'm working with people that um, work with soil, there's like a big barrier to break through there. So I'm always looking for footholds, how to talk with people and how to bring it down. Okay. Something that's essential yes. to you, like it's essential to everyone. So over here, I think it's, it's, it's really a, a it's good that we, when we started with this, with our talk, we started about control and we started about the, w- w- something that you said that the sovereignty of a person, yeah. that's an, it, it's very, very simple. I mean, I think I, I've even got it here, your quote. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna um, read it out here. Mm-hmm. You said, um, you said, uh, uh, to put it in simple terms, someone who allows me free choices with me and someone that wants to force me to do something is against me. And it's that simple. Okay. So you're talking about sovereignty. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I think when it, it, regardless of, of, of if it's, uh, you've got it, you know, when you talked about the, 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 the when we done, went down the rabbit hole and the sacrifice and everything, whether you've got to that level or whether you haven't, on one thing we can agree, the sovereignty of myself and my children this needs to be something we need to put massive uh, gates there. and not, when, like, from in my, That's my own level right now. As soon as I see somebody saying, no, I'm going to tell you what you can and can't say and what you can and can't do and what, my, and what you can and can't do with my children, immediately red lights go off and regardless of how far down the rabbit hole I want to go, I want to be. I, I want to stop that happening. Yeah, yeah. So one of the big things I wanted to just cover a little bit. Now, like I said, I know it's not very. It's not as far down the rabbit hole as you went now. But for me, and I think a lot of people that you know on this uh, uh, beginning level, the the thing about data is is a massive pace on it because right now, if people know or don't know, the industrial age is finished. It finished quite a while ago. We're out of it for a long time. You just need to look at the Nasdaq. Who's on the Nasdaq? Facebook, Google, all the internet companies, technology. The oil is finished. Exxon finished a long time ago. Now we're in the data, age of the data, age of information. And I think a lot of people don't realize that because it's hard to see. But you can see it. Everything is online. All the information. You can learn many, many things in a good, positive way as well. A lot of the information I think and a lot of things I learned about ecology and farming. I mean, it's very basic. It's like not basic. It's very visceral. And I learned that online, digital, so on the good and also the bad. There is like a war of data going on right now. That's what I realized. And a lot of that is going on from places like the Communist Party of China because they're they're, they're very good in in dealing with information because there is a certain power. That's what I believe. There is a certain power you get when you homogenize everyone and everyone is like, okay, this is the one thing we're going to do. Never mind you trample on people on the way and many people die, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's the thing. So I wanted to just zone in a little bit on this data and maybe we'll just start because I'm conscious of the time. We'll just make it very uh, sharp about uh, what's the data effect of the 5G because in the beginning we mentioned a little bit about the health, but there is also, as I understand, a very big component of the 5G that's actually the main thing I see is the collection of data and the capacity to collect data on people, whether they like it or not and the, and that, that you know that, that imposition of privacy could you could you talk a little bit about that you know, yes, what, what yes, technology yes. can do in that terms Yes,
1: uh, first of all people need to be aware that nowadays with the data age, we are the product, not even look up to let's say ten years ago or five years ago or a couple of years ago let's say the data that these companies can collect on us through our phones, yeah, this was the main thing. Now, it's the data that they can collect from our body. <laughs> so we become the product, not the phone. As I said earlier, in the last, whatever, couple of years, soon we will be given free mobile phones, free Wi-Fi, free routers. I mean, all these equipments, is minor compared to us, compared to, you know, we the people, we the product, basically. This is how these big companies, big tech companies are looking at us. So people need to understand that once you are the data, let's say you are 40 years old, you are the product now. They want to collect data from your body, not just your mobile phones, from what you do inside your house, not just what you do outside. What you do in the toilet, not just what you do in your In your mobile phone, all right? This is true. It's even more true for the children. Because let's say 40 years old, let's say you have uh, eight years more to live. Children will have more and they want to uh, pick them since an early age, early stage, all right? And then they can make more money and control their life in a better way for a longer time
0: just to be because, clear so i want to just clarify what you're saying just before you go on sorry i, I just want to clarify with people when you say th- that the person becomes a product it's a big statement i just want to clarify with people i think you correct me if you're wrong if i'm wrong but what we're talking about here is you're controlling the data the total data of the person that's the I'm like in the privacy of the home everything the body language the whole thing so the i'm person, talking
1: about even your thoughts your thoughts your emotions
0: all right. I mean, I mean, in terms of the, when you say a person is a product, you mean really the, because then every movement a person makes, you can be marketed something or you can be sold something or the, the money can just flow out of you to <coughs> wherever, you, wherever it's, uh, okay. So
1: even, even to an extent, and this is, I'm, I'm taking from a senator I think in the US, which is he's ex-general, right? Ex-military. Spalding. And he's saying in, what? Spalding, yeah, General Spalding. Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. I'm not sure, I think so. He's saying in a 5G world, you don't need a phone. That's right, yeah. yeah. You go outside, you say taxi, and the taxi is coming because a mic is picking you and, read, and the camera is reading your lips, yeah. and a signal is being sent to a Hoover, driveless taxi, let's say, And you go inside the taxi, you don't even need to say where you're going. All right? It's all automatic. Now, this is is just an example to show you that we become the center, not the gadgets. The gadgets is just a mean to get to us. Now, I I will hook it in a second with the 5G. But before that, I want to say, because you mentioned China. we need to understand and to realize that the industrial revolution or the industrial age has been here since, let's say, 200 years, all right? More or less, let's say. China has rushed the industrial age and within, let's say, 30 years, 25 years, finished the industrial revolution for manufacturing. All the big manufacturing went over to China. By who? By George Soros, the Rockefellers, and the big, big corporations of the West, they moved. They shifted all the manufacturing uh, capabilities to China, and China, in let's say twenty, thirty years, become became a giant. Yeah. And they are just buying lands and buying resources so they can produce more and more and more. And they have they have the work <laughs> the work power. Obviously, they have the one billion four hundred million people to walk and that much mouth to to feed, in a way, if they don't kill them first. So basically, this is what happens. China has rushed the industrial uh, age, and within 30 years already run out, and now they're in the data age, all right? But who brought China to where it is now is the same white people, doesn't matter if they are black or white, but the same Western rich people who like, they really love China Communist Party and the Chinese regime and the way they control the population. And they look at China and they say, hey, this is a good system. Let's cooperate with them. So they brought China up. And with the COVID-19, they bring all the West down. It's important to understand because this is on a mass scale. Now, who makes most of the money? China, Google, Facebook, again, these moguls you you just mentioned before, all right? And obviously the George Soros, the Rockefellers, the Gateses of the world, etc. Now, coming into the fourth revolution, let's say, the data, okay, the data age, what happened? They realized already, since we are the people, and anyway, they want to control us, let's combine this biology with robotics or with technologies, and then we can make, we can make humans as by robots Now, by doing that, they can achieve a few things. One is to take us, to remove us even further from God, the creator, which they don't like. <laughs> because he doesn't like what they are doing to children, etc. So they don't like. They want to remove us from its presence, from us thinking, knowing, believing, and praying for his, um, you know, help. And mercy, etc. Because again, they don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Second, they can control us better, and obviously, our children. Third, when I say control, is every little thing, every thought. I mean, just just know, Aaron. I think we spoke about it in the in a previous talk on the sixties. Um, Delgado, Jose Delgado. He works for a university, and he managed to remotely influence animals, digital, remotely influence animals. And then he was hired by the CIA. They wanted to see if you can control, uh, sorry, if you can control a human from from a distance with digital wireless uh, instruments. And he managed to do it. This is in the 60s. It's roughly 60 years ago. You think the technology stayed there? Oh, no. They've been using this technology on all of us. And they took certain cases and did this, and now they are ready to do it on a mass scale. So basically, the 5G, never mind now the camera or the or the transmitter or the LED light, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Never mind that. Let's take two steps back and understand that in order to process vast amount of data. In real time, and a lot of it is HD, it's video, full quality video.
0: Yeah.
1: In order to process that, you need a network that can do it. You need a, a strong enough or fast enough computers that can do it. You need a wide enough broadband that People. can do it. Mm. You, need, you need the deployment of so, many, so much hardware to collect this data. And you need the network or the software that can allow this hardware to pick the data, process it, and give you the outcome as, as the controller of the system, let's say. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And whether you want to know what this man was thinking this morning or what him and his wife were doing last night, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. doesn't matter which which uh, felonies or which which crimes he committed or he wanted to commit. All right? It doesn't matter. So in order to process all this data you need something that enables you to do it this is 5g Mm. it's the combination of this simple communication peer-to-peer or phone to phone which is the third and fourth generation that we're using hi what's up yeah good yeah let's do skype all right so this enables that but this is just a fraction of 5g because real 5g is all this hardware that is picking all this data and, it, and, and the software that supports in analyzing, picking this data, analyzing it, and give you an outcome as a, a conclusion of what to do or how to shift or how to move people, how to whatever, dealing with masses of people. What most people don't understand, that part of it is obviously losing your rights, losing your, losing your liberties and your freedom, concentrating us with a specific word of concentrating us in mega cities, digital cities that with all the infrastructure, which means also chopping down trees, only buildings, only gray, gray, gray state, gray smart cities, no life, no flowers, no trees, no birds, no butterflies. You can hardly see the sun, etc., etc. Concentrating humans in these places, leaving all the rural areas and the natural areas uh, free as possible because we humans destroy nature. Yeah, and this is part of the Club of Rome, all right? I mean, I, I don't make these things up, Aaron. People need to understand that everything that I say now has been said by experts, by researchers. I can give names, (laughs) but it doesn't matter now. And I'm just connecting the dots in my own head by interviewing many people, reading a lot of stuff over the years. I know that what I'm saying, unfortunate for all of us, is true. This is their plan. These globalist, mad, psychopathic globalists, this is their plan. It's up to us to stop it. It's up to us to wake up and say, hang on, no. Thank you, but no, it's up to us to say, I do not consent. I am in the army of God, not in the army of the WHO. Shy, I just, by the way, go ahead. George, hang on, hang on, just one, one, one sentence. One sentence, George Soros, we, he's part of the, you know, he's saying freely, openly, that he supports demonstrations against Trump, that he wants to take down uh, um, the U.S., that he likes Chinese Communist Party regime. He says this openly, yeah? It's not, I don't make this up. He also supports Amitai Etzioni, and Amitai Etzioni is the guy that brings up communitarianism, Mm-hmm. So George Soros also fund is funding communitarianism, imp, to implement communitarianism as the new software, mm-hmm. the new software in our brain, and even more importantly, in the children's brain. Because when they grow up into this world with communitarianism, which I know most people are not familiar with this world, but wait, <laughs> wait... <laughs> And they grow up with communitarianism, they stop to think about themselves as unique. They stop to think about themselves as the create creation of God mm. in God's image. I was created I was created in God's image. Mm. How lucky I am. How great I am. I am the center of the universe. God chose me to be here, the center of the universe. Everything that has been created is created for me. But communitarianism minimizing all of this, diminishing all of this, and saying, no, the state, the public is more important than you. And I'm saying, shy, is saying, no way, Jose, sorry, guys, I don't take your bullshit. And you know what, Aaron, sorry to say, some people will think I'm extreme because they don't understand what's at stake still. But for me, it's still the end. To the end, to the bitter end or sweet end, I don't know what the outcome will be. I know that I'm here now, and I know how to differentiate, differentiate between right and wrong, and moral and immoral. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, I'm telling also to all the, I don't know, who may listen to this broadcast, don't come to my house I do not consent to any procedure. And I have all the grounds and the moral right and the laws to support me. And I do not consent to this tyranny, to this dictatorship, to this fascist regime, to this Chinese Communist Party that is taking over so many places by this fake pandemic.
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it uh, I'm gonna bring it It's very powerful, uh, shy. Really, the the communitarianism point is is I, I for me it's such a powerful concept because it it combines I mean you use the word software for me I use the words uh, psychology or ideology but it's the same thing we're talking about. That concept is, that. that's the powerful thing, is the software. So you you said the hardware really is is a second. I agree. But I just wanted to... That's
1: why I started, but just to say, Aaron, that's why I started with education.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because that's the software that kids get, you know, and communitarianism will be the software. Communitarianism, Communitarianism is the software of Agenda 21,
0: yeah, so that, right. that's really that's really what that's really why I, when we started the conversation, also when I talked with my wife about this uh, this conversation, I, I, I said I was always by really standing by my thing, I must start with the psychology, because even with the the health issues and all the other issues and everything, and even the control issue, this issue of, of what you believe and what you what you think is true, how you yeah. think basically, and I wanna talk about that a little in a minute, but the yeah. critical thinking and how you think I really feel that's at the core of everything because everything else is just secondary. The hardware, how controlling, not controlling Uh, bill gates, not bill gates, vaccines, not vaccines. All that stuff is just secondary because if we know how to think, yeah, I don't want to get into that yet. First, I just wanted to finish this last point, uh, Shai, about, about the 5g. And I just wanted to, and also the, you know, the connection with, uh, with the, with the Ch- Communist Party in China. And I'm saying Communist Party in China because I'm trying to differentiate, because I know from listening to a lot of stuff and reading a lot from uh, General Spaulding, which is a very amazing guy, he said he, the Chinese people are great, they love, but, but unfortunately they're at their behest, they're slaves to about 8,000 people in the elite of, of the Communist Party. It's not, it's not the Chinese people, so to speak, it's, it's the oh. Communist Party, th- this kind of software. So over there, I, like, I just wanted to clarify for people that aren't aware what makes the hard, in terms of hardware, what makes the, the 5G so significant is that the 4G network allows 3,800 devices per kilometer squared. I worked it out. It's, that, that's a roundabout. It's very pretty accurate. 3,800 devices per kilometer squared. The 5G allows 1.1 million. And, and, and that, it sounds like, okay, just numbers. But what, what I discovered is the, that that massive amount of number means the telephone becomes obsolete. Because now the telephone, you can opt out of this thing. You can, if, you have, if I turn on my telephone, I can be recorded and everything fine. My data can be collected. But as soon as I turn it off and put it away, I'm off. But yeah. when you can have 1.1 million devices, everything becomes a device. The camera, yes. the, the phone, everything becomes a device. Everything. And, so that, that's, I just wanted to clarify with people that's the significance of 5G, that the data collection is astronomically... More. It's not, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and now I wanted to just bring it down to, to what's happening in, in China right now. This is an a, a example of what's to come or what could become. I don't think it will mm-hmm. get to us, you know, please God. But the, what's happening in China, you can see it real time. It's total, utter control over there. I mean, I, you know, I just heard recently there was a guy that protesting in China. I mean, what that means is he has 2 million followers and he says, you know, slightly you know, off the, off the agenda things on his, on his social media, which is only Chinese social media. They don't have anything else. Now, um, b- what, what happened, what happened to this guy? First of all, everything was wiped from that's, that's just basic. All his social media was wiped. Everything was wiped. But not only that, he can't get on a plane. He can't ride a bus or a train and he can't get a loan. He can't, he can barely work. What, how can they do that? Because they have the technology now it's cashless society. You just get a face recognition immediately. You can take down the person's finance. You can take down the person's social standing, everything, because the, 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 uh, the level of technology is so high. It's, uh, it's I mean, it just, I'm just saying that if we want to see an example of what is total control, I mean, you don't have to make any theories. It's happening right now. We just need to look what's at. And the funny thing is, I just wanted to mention and get your opinion on it, the crazy thing is, and it shows you how much this kind of software, so you put it, or the ideology has entered into Western society, is that we don't look, we look at, at, at China, In some people even call it a democracy. We, we don't, we don't realise what's the difference happening over there. We, many people, they're just, okay, just another country. We don't realise that, you know, a million Muslims held in concentration camps and nobody said anything. It's a, it just shows me really never mind that. how much that ideology is, is penetrated into, into Western society that we, that we believe that's okay.
1: Also, just to mention, there's tens of millions of Falun Dafa or Falun Gong practitioners who got killed in uh, Chinese prisons, who got slaughtered and uh, their organs were taken while they are alive. They were taking and being sold to, to other countries or to Chinese, Chinese people uh, for implants. So this is the ultimate hand of evil. Now, I don't think th- there's like a, a debate whether who, who, is, who is the top dog, whether it's the, or is the top dragon, whether it's the red dragon from the East, is China controlling everything and running everything, mm-hmm. or is it actually these globalists from the West who are using China as their, uh, you know, as a disguise to hide them, okay. but, also, but also to implement their agenda. So I don't think, at least for now, it doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. Because what matters is to see them, and I totally agree with you, China is the model. And they've been, saying, they've been saying it for a long time. China is the model, and they want to copy and paste this model to all the other countries. Now, I also agree with what you say, the psychology or the ideology is so important because if you keep people in prison, let's say, and you tell them prison is good for you, prison is good for you, prison is good for you. You're a
0: freedom fighter. You're a freedom fighter. You're here for a reason. You're a
1: freedom fighter. Prison is good for you. The food is great. You really, the the water is great. Everything is good. Everything is good. You brainwashing the people until they come to believe that prison is good. This is, this is life. Life should be like that, because look, the food is good, the mashed potatoes are good, <laughs> the, whatever are being served is good. Look, the, the, they like me. The, the, the other prisoners, okay, they fight sometimes, but hey, they also have to eat. You know, prison is good for me. Prison is good life. Now, it's even more extreme with children. Because a child who is growing up to a world which is only a city, all right, he never saw a tree, he never saw a butterfly, he never saw a stream of water, he never see, uh, saw a glacier, he never saw the sun or clouds or natural rain or natural clouds. This child is, will, grow, will grow up into a world believing, thinking, that this is life. The, the Look, I give this example. The, you, you, you're going to love this. <laughs> Let's say this cup of coffee, which I just finished, this is God's creation. These globalists are taking one grain of coffee from him, Now, they are still inside the glass because everything is inside the glass. Everything is in this creation, all right? They take this grain of coffee and they convince us, they want to convince us, this is reality. Amazing, yeah. So they're creating inside God's creation. They are creating a substitute reality and they want to pull everyone into this substitute reality. Now, how they do it? They tempt you. They force you. They give you false uh, choice. You know, for example, you can choose to vaccinate or not to eat. What you prefer. <laughs> this is false choice because this is not the choice that you will uh, put here to make. God has given you the proper right to do other choices. But they making these choices because they have to give us a choice. See? You can, they have to give us a choice. They can't really force on us because we are a sovereignty and we are made in the image of God. And even their substitute reality, this grain of coffee, is inside the creation of God, which has its rules. Has it, it, they have to abide to God's rules. There's no other way. So they give us as if a choice. You want to eat or you want to stay hungry? If you want to eat, you have to take a vaccine and the state will give you food. If you don't want to take the vaccines, go and you know help yourself if you find food outside. But the means of production, the agriculture, everything is now, or even more so in the future, will be owned by the state. So it's a matter of control and give us to give us false choice. And this substitute reality is in this creation and they're trying to pull and tempt us in many many ways to blind us from seeing the creation itself into believing that this substitute reality is the real deal now you just think about children who are growing up in this substitute reality and they don't see that they are just inside the grain of coffee which is inside a bigger cup of coffee which is like the Truman show if you want all right and this is their plan this, this is the ultimate, because then they don't put more effort to control people. They build this perfect system, and then whoever is, is uh, born in this system will never know another system.
0: I wanted to Especially just... If, go ahead, I just wanted to bring up something, Shah, just to, uh, to, to, uh, like a very interesting point I just thought of now, because you said, you mentioned suddenly, like, it's making a... Basically, it's narrowing the bandwidth and making it very, very small of what mm-hmm. you see reality is. And I just wanted to point out something that I thought about, you know, part of the, I think the reason that could work so well is because in one side, it's very attractive because people naturally, it's difficult for them to absorb a lot of information. It's uncomfortable and people want to be comfortable. So if you tell a person like, and you know, that's what institutionalization is. When people come out of prison and they want to go back, it's because there, everything is simple. You, You get up, this is what you need to believe. This is what you need to eat. This is what you need to make. You can't grow your own food. You can't uh, uh, become uh, more healthy than, than than you can imagine. It, there is a limited, the reality is very limited. And the more limited it is, the more comfortable you can be. Because I'll give you the food, the water, the air, you know, we'll deal with that. Yeah. There's something uh, kind of, you know, that's unconsciously attractive over there, you know, by narrowing yeah. that bandwidth. But but uh, I would say cool. And this
1: is... This is to people to blame. I mean, <laughs> it's
0: so. So let's let's shall let's let's get to the Nikuin a little bit here. There's a point here that are very important that I want to I, I want to and I just want to do an introduction to it. And that's the the idea of critical thinking because that something I've covered a lot in. I mean, I covered a lot myself in, in my own study, and we'll be covering it more on the EcoAcademy project because. In terms of uh, connection to ecology and connection to our own food and our own sovereignty, also about how to grow that food and how to connect to nature, because that's very individual. I think my field is like full with innovators. So um, uh, when you when you're doing that, the idea of critical thinking is a very big. uh, It's like it's the most important thing out of anything. There is nothing more important than being able to think critically because when you're dealing with uh, ecologies. It's the most complex system or work that you can possibly undertake to do because ecology is exactly. complex, infinitely complex. And the only way you can deal with that is to manage it. It's not a computer. You can't take it apart and it does the same thing all the time. It's, it's complex. It's chaotic. So to do that, you need to, manage, to be able to manage the system. And to do that, you need to be able to think very, very critically. And something I wanted to bring up really important that I learned from a very special uh, uh, Chinese medicine teacher when I studied Chinese medicine for about three years. uh, Yaron Sideman is a very amazing innovator in Chinese medicine and in in Chinese history as well. That's why I know a little bit about China. But he's taught me a very important concept, and that was when you come to to analyze information, uh, especially when it's to do with health and, and, and life, something that's alive, you must learn to analyze not only with your mind, he said the mind is so limited when you come as a tool of analyzation because it's very easily influenced. You must learn how to analyze mm-hmm. with something deeper. And I call that translated in my own kind of words with you know, studying uh, Kabbalah and Hasidut, that you must learn how to think with your heart. And that's exactly what the, you know, the Torah says. You need to um, The mind needs to govern the heart. What does that mean for me? It means I, I turn my heart into an analytic tool to say this is true and that's bullshit. You know, and I, and I think that's, uh, that's a, for me, that's at the core of, of what is what I feel is positive because in, when you see in agriculture, when you see people make that shift from believing everything the, the, the extension is telling, no, listen, farming is really hard, it's a drudgery, it's terrible, you must use these poisons, this is the only way the plants need this. When they make that shift and realize the world is so much bigger and they learn how to critical think, in the beginning it's, it's uncomfortable, but after, it's so much weight off, and the feeling is—it's uh, it, a very, very different feeling. And that's, like I said, because they—they they learn how to open up that that heart. You know, they o- learn to when you open up, learn how to think with your heart. Suddenly, as a byproduct, the heart becomes more open, and it's such a. And this mo- is. Uh, Go ahead.
1: This is this is this is real sovereignty. Mm. The, uh, see when you know.
0: I just, I just said sorry, Shai. One second, one second. I just want to let people know. Now we're getting everyone to the positive uh, side of what we're talking about because I I, I want I don't want to, I want you to hold what you're saying because I know you've got very incredible things to say over here. I want us to uh, everyone to know now we're getting to the side that is you know inherently positive because the positivity over here is not projected. It doesn't come from any one person, that's what the special thing I feel is. It comes from as a natural it's that cup of coffee is inherently positive it's only this person with an agenda that took that one grain and said this is negative look that's the reality it's bullshit that cup of coffee is inherently positive and wants only the best go, go ahead Shah, you you were saying about and answer. and in this
1: in this positivity in this you know cup of coffee negative and positive exist it's in mm-hmm. our judgment okay. but at least we don't Fall into the traps of negativity and fear based, you know, ideas and judgments and stories. Because even me, when I speak about negative stuff, why I do that? Because I like negativity? No. It's because I see that this is the wrong. Uh, place to go to, and this is the wrong idea to believe to, and I try to warn people from going there and staying within themselves and relying on what you just said, on the mind and the heart. Because when you d- do combine these two, you see you have the right conscious, the right moral ground to think critically, even logically, but critically. And then when you combine both of them, you almost almost, you don't need any support from external forces, whether it's a scientist or a government or exactly. whatever, exactly. To, to know that what you are facing is right or wrong and what the action that you are doing is right or wrong. And even yeah. before you do the action, you already have the knowing what to do. And you don't need someone else to tell you because, see, when it fits... When the the mind and the heart fit and the right deed is being done, the right thought, the right feeling, the right action or non-action is being done. Mm. And when more of us we live according to to that, this is, you know, this is true anarchy. Just most people think anarchy is, is a balagan, is a mess, you know, is a chaos. No, it's not. If you look at the, have the definition of anarchy, uh, anarchy is... Okay, I go back. Government is controlling the mind. The actual meaning of govern and meant Govern is control, meant is mind. Okay, in Latin. So, government is here to control the mind of people. Hello? <laughs> if you didn't know, you know. And, and, and what I'm saying is when you... Combine, or when you mix and mingle your mind and your heart and you think from the right place, your actions are coming from the right place, you become, in a way, a true anarchist. Which doesn't mean you like chaos or you want to make mess and to break things. This is not anarchy. Anarchy is relying on oneself. So you don't need the external force to control you. Because your actions and your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings are all in harmony with nature. For example, when you see, let's say you sit in the forest or in, a, in the savanna, and you see a lion eating a zebra, all right? You see some sort of predator, you know, crawling and going to hunt a zebra or another helpless animal. I, I deliberately say predator and helpless, you know, because this is like, well, he's bad and this is good, you know, because we fall into these traps. But actually, this is nature. This is neither good nor bad. This is just as is. And me, as a, a someone from the side to, to spectate what is happening, there's nothing for me to do here. I can only, I can only look at it. I can think of what I want. It doesn't change the reality that God created. And this lion is going to eat the zebra. The zebra needs probably to be eaten by this lion. And this lion has to eat or to feed maybe his cubs or whatever. So there's there's more into play here than just what I think of the situation. Mm -hmm. It's true also for us humans. We are more complex than just this situation I described. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, agendas, ideologies involved, and we're going on. It's been going on for thousands of years now, and different power groups, etc. But when one, just one, <laughs> father, mother, adult, teenager, even a child, when he start to sense and to realize that actually he has everything inside, all the tools to determine what reality is, he has inside. He doesn't need external explanations, external forces, especially if they're trying to force him to do or to think in a certain way. No, 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 thank you. I leave this outside of me and I will will rely on my own judgment and my own capabilities that I was given by God. Not by government, not by an office, not by a fund. It was given to me by God himself. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a big gift. You know, I heard, who was it? It's the guy, I forgot his name. I think something Samuel from the States. He was uh, one of the first people that uh, relying on stuff that he said the independence war has happened in the States. And he said... Sorry, it's not the exact quote, but he said, the gift of freedom is given to me, or to all of us, by God. It's a gift. I didn't ask for it. I was given it. Now, I don't have the right to give it away. Again, this gift was given to me by God. God. I cannot pass it on to a government or to a prime minister. Okay, you can have my freedom. No, it was not given to me by a person, by human being, by my mom or my dad. No, it was given to me by God himself. I don't even have the right to think that I have the right (laughs) to give it to someone else. It's not even mine. It's for me to use. And to explore, but it's not even mine. It was given to me like a loan, you know, no interest. (laughs) Just as a loan by God himself. And I cannot give this freedom. Okay, I give up my freedom. I want to be a slave now. No, you cannot even say that. You cannot choose to be a slave. It's it's very deep when you understand. The thing is, I don't say properly in English, but it's very deep because you don't, even have the right to give it up. It's not yours. You are given it, but it's not yours. It's for you to use, but you cannot give it away. It's like it's like uh, you know, in Russia, after there was a book called Anastasia, or Anastasia. I don't know if you know this or the viewers, and uh, the author, Vladimir Megre, he met this lady in the Siberian uh, forest, all right? In the, yes, taiga. Anyway, and this woman is an extraordinary woman, and she, had, she has uh, a lot of things to say, and her way of life is extraordinary with all the human capabilities that all of us have. And this author, I mean, she, she invited him by her thought, all right, to come here, and he's a businessman, and he became an author and wrote about her books, etc. And he met with President Putin. This is true. This is real stuff now, you know, not so long ago. And he met with President Putin. And he told him about Anastasia from, from Siberia, and he told Putin about her idea. And what was her idea? That Putin will give every family who wants to have it a, a piece of land in Siberia, but not in the not just ice. You know, there's land and there's forests and there's yeah. So he will give a, a, every family who would like to have it a piece of land uh, the size of ten dunams or one hectare. Right. And this land is for them forever, for their family, for their offsprings, to develop and to plant and to make their own, uh, how you say, heritage land. But they cannot sell it, okay? The only condition is they cannot sell it. It's only for them and for their offsprings. No selling is allowed. It's for them to use which is like what I said now about my freedom that I was given by God. I cannot give it to someone else. That's the deal. That's the only condition. It's yours. It's for you to use. You cannot give it to someone else. And when someone starts to think with his, brain, with his brain, with his mind, and his heart, and start to see for himself from the inside out, not brainwashed from the outside in, but from the inside out, start to develop this critical thinking. Start to understand what is going on here, what is true, what isn't. What is right and goes with morality and what isn't. What someone is forcing me to do or allowing me the choice. When someone starts to see these things as they are, it's very clear. The choices you make are very, very clear. They are even simple, easy. But we have to stick to them and stand behind them as a principle. Otherwise, we give it up and we don't have the right to give it up. That's why we will lose. Because when we give something up which we don't have the right to give it up, we lose. You lose your own ground that you stand on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, mir- it's really mirrored a lot in what I involved myself in as well in ecology. It's exactly the same concept because the ecology is a gift given to you to benefit yeah. from abundantly, and it's just abundant, and nature knows only abundance. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gift given to you to utilize and and, and improve, but it's not yours, which is the yes. reason why you can't damage it. Not because you're going to poo in your own nest, but because it's not yours.
1: And it's better, it's better to live more than what you what you uh, got, you know
0: what I mean? If That's exactly the idea of regenerative agriculture, that it's not enough to be sustainable. You need to exactly. leave. It needs to be better when you leave. It's not better when you exactly. leave. Exactly. <laughs> something wrong. Uh...
1: And, and the, way, the way things are going on is exactly the opposite direction. Yeah, it's getting worse. Our, our children will have less, not, not in terms of money or material, but in ter- also material, yeah? Also materialistically, they will have less good food. Less nutrition, you know. What I mean, if if we're going in, this, yeah,
0: in the, also importantly in ideas, also. It's less yes, ideas, they less will have problems.
1: less. Yes, yes. It's so important. So that's why uh, we have to stand up and say no to this tyranny because they are going against life force. They are going against prosperity, against health, against freedom, against liberty, against God. Because God put us here, like you say in ecology, it's not just to sustain no i'm not I'm not for sustaining I'm not for survival I'm for thriving yeah. <laughs> i'm for prosperity that's why we were put here to make more of the good stuff to make more of, of what we got
0: okay so i i shy i wanted to you know we're, we're getting towards our time and I wanted to say like first of all this idea of uh, um you know you need to stand up maybe. You correct me if I'm wrong. It's just I'm putting out an idea into the air because that's what a conversation should be. And we didn't mention that critical thinking, but I think the, I, the ability to accept someone's opinion, not accept it necessarily, but to at least sit and listen without hating the person, I think that's a massive key. In, that's a massive sign that a person can think critically because you don't get emotionally affected when someone mm-hmm. has an opposite opinion you know? So, but, but, uh, I think this, you said standing, standing up is very important. Also to be positive is very important. We cover those two things a little bit, but maybe the way we stand up, I feel a big, maybe a big part, some people, everyone has different jobs, but one of the things we can do to stand up against this kind of a thing happening, negativity is to share information. I don't know if that's a, if you think that's an important thing, but uh, I feel it's a, it could be a big action card, let's say, not the only action card, but a big action card to share not just information, but like this kind of talks and this kind of ideas with with uh, with, with with people. What, what how do you think how powerful do you think that is? To, you know, briefly.
1: I think it's very powerful uh, to share information. I think especially when the information is right, <laughs> because then again we fall into debating. Okay, which information is right or isn't? But especially when the information is right, it's very important to share it. In a way, the problem is today, because of this flooding the zone with with a lot of bullshit information that is coming from mainstream media as well as alternative media, and behind the scene is coming from companies that were hired to put out a lot of bullshit information uh, over the social networks and the the internet, Uh, we need to, again, develop uh, our discernment in order to... Judge what is good for us and what isn't and most of the time that's why connecting the dots is so important because once you connect the the proper dots you get a different picture about reality your life your place in it but also about the reality that is happening around you and when this is happening then very easy to to accept or to push bits of information that suits you or don't i'll give you an example because i learned some of the uh, symbolic language of the uh, secret uh, societies and the cabal and you know groups like that so when you learn the symbolism and the symbols they are using to communicate between themselves and with us now it's very easy for me to know if I enter a website, it's very easy for me to know by their logo or by a word or words they are using if they are with me or not. You know what I mean? And it's it's happening very, very quick. I don't need to read or to understand it's better like that. I see their logo. If their logo is part of the symbolism of the secret occult. That's it. This website, I I don't use stuff from from it. You know, I don't use material. I don't read. I don't see. It's not. And even if I do, I take it as part of the problem. <laughs> so it's very easy for me to know which information to accept or don't. I give you another example. Uh, I was told by some some researchers even in Israel. I was told that the five G propaganda is Russian. So that actually 5G is good, and it's, uh, everything that is happening against 5G, it's a Russian propaganda. So we will think that 5G is not good, and we push it back, and actually the, uh, China and Russia will have the 5G, and we in the West, we will not have 5G. Very and I'm thinking, resolution. okay,
0: say what? A very low resolution, uh, very low resolution idea. Very low uh, resolution. Anyway, let's say,
1: yeah, yeah. All right. But let's say it's true. Let's say it's true. Let's say I go with that. All right. Let me check it. Knowing what I know about radiation, never mind 5G, second, third, and fourth generation, the biological effect of radiation, the thousands of researchers that that are out there but are not being mentioned by the mainstream media and the industry and et cetera, et cetera. Knowing everything, all the truth that is hidden from us. This is one thing. Second thing, knowing and seeing outside all the infrastructure, all the hardware that is being deployed. And I know where it's going because I see that it's step by step by step by step. There's no surprise here. We see it outside. It's real. It doesn't fit. So even without the symbolism or the logos or the exact words, if I get some piece of information which doesn't fit with the dots I already connected into a storyline or a picture of reality that is actually very real outside. It's not a story from Bill Gates, but it's from researchers who were writing books before the internet, <laughs> you know? So they were doing the research, and I learned these things. It's, again, very easy for me to accept a new piece of information and to see if it fits the puzzle or the dots I've already connected, or it doesn't. Now, if it does, all right, but if it doesn't, I have to give it another test, you know? I I need to check it in other areas as well, or I may ask other researchers what they think about it. For example, when I first learned about communitarianism, I was like, you know, it took me a week to say the word about Because it is a, a specific word, communitarianism. It's like, what is it? And then you need to research. And first, it took me two months to realize that there's something in it. Now, obviously, when I did the interviews about it, it was in English. Because in Israel, nobody knows what communitarianism is. And even me, that I have a relatively all right English (laughs) <laughs> just to write not more than that for most Israelis just to say the word it will take a year so what's the point there's no point talking with them about communitarianism but for those out there that do speak English it was a fascinating subject because it came from various researchers in from different fields do, do you know the one road uh, one belt road no China is, building, China is building one road to connect all the continents.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All
1: right. This, <laughs> this is part of the idea of one world, yeah. one government, one ideology, which is communitarianism. It's all together. So when the woman, Vicky Davis, who researched about this stuff, the one, one road, let's say, And then it It also fits with communitarianism. I was like, hey, this is bingo. (laughs) Then I know there's something that fits here, and I have to consider communitarianism in a more serious way. Even at first, it didn't fit any other dot. I I left it, you know, let's see what happens with it. But then when I get it from another angle, I was like, okay, now I have to go back to communitarianism and run a retest, you know, to see what it is. Mm -hmm. And only then the something sink in me and i was like okay communitarianism is the software is the ideology to control the minds of the future people you know so it's very important to to take the right piece of information to try it out to test it to see if it fits the other bits and then even if you're not sure put it aside but don't Push it away because you may you
0: may come back to it later, you know. Yeah, because really it may it may true. Maybe a really important point. Really important point, Shai. Uh, ju- just uh, um, recently you, you said and Are you? I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't follow every video you put out because you put out a lot of them and a lot of them. Neither do I. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> also, they're in Hebrew. So I mean, my Hebrew is good, but not true. that sometimes. So, um, but recently, me and my wife did notice you. you I see a lot of like, uh, I don't know if it's more, but I, I do see a lot of positivity in, in a lot of videos you say and everything. And, and recently, I see a lot. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But also, my wife said something very interesting. Recently, in a talk you did in Tel Aviv, you started your talk by saying out loud the Shema, Shema Issayah. For an audience that don't know, the Shema is refers to a verse in the Torah that forms like the backbone of Jewish prayer. And it's also like a rally cry of the Jewish people throughout history. And it's a, quite a positive and it's also a powerful thing. And it's not something people would normally do. I mean, even even like very religious people that go with their hat and all the dress and everything like that. I mean, even it's not something I would normally do before I talk. So I'm just curious before we wrap up, uh, uh, Shai, what, what's, what, what made you start with that? Shai? What, what was the, what was your intention in, in saying that before you started? It's a personal question, you know?
1: yeah yeah it's a good question <laughs> now I have to think you see until now I just okay that was easy now it's about me I have to think so give me it's a second. definitely
0: a hard <laughs> definitely a hard a hard thing in a, a shy with a heart <laughs> yes right see first of all
1: I did it a couple of times a couple of times I was in uh, Tel Aviv I, mm. I said it twice and after I said it I mean it was the first thing I said going on and to speak a few minutes it's the first thing i said and when i said it people were like amen you know there was like <laughs> wow a quiet a quiet agreement you know so wow.
0: Wow. and that's also uh, religious and non-religious shy mix the audience yeah yeah, yeah sure wow uh, i'm not religious i'm you know yeah. yeah but there's something
1: unifying in this and it makes you come back to yourself even for a glimpse you know for for half a second which is really good anyway (laughs) and also I come to realize or to know that everything that is being done here at this time that we live in is for us to choose Mm. and to wake up now. Some will see everything that is happening, and maybe will uh, go and start to pray and leave this world and go back or go back to the roots. Let's say go back and be religious, so you know, chuva Okay, they will they will go take this road. And people ask me why you don't take this road, and I'm like, maybe I'll take it. I'm not saying no, but. It doesn't come for me. I cannot take it from outside. It has to come. I from me. Never ask this question. So no, oh, okay, but some do. Yeah. Or, or some are surprised that I'm that I don't, you know. Uh, so I just say my th- my truth, which I'm saying my truth here too. The the real answer to this is that I know that what I do is limited. My ability to change reality is real, but is limited. <laughs> Hang <God> on, my son. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Yemen, yeah, your yeah, soup, my boy. Yemen. No way.
0: No way. So that's Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that, I think it's really Ashka I, I mean, anyone. I, can't, I don't even know how to uh, translate Ashka Apotit but you know that's what we're here for well, that's what we're here for What? What <laughs> exactly Exactly. So, exactly. the right time. <laughs> <laughs> time so because I, I sent
1: them, they, I asked them to buy me something so I wanted to show me that they got you know what <laughs> I asked for <laughs> it, it was important for him so because he knew it was important for me it's, anyway so um, knowing that we are great and powerful we are nothing in compared to God's mighty God's almighty mm-hmm. now even those the globalists they think they are very powerful and superior to us really they do they are nothing compared to God almighty mm. so on one plane of existence which is related to everything we spoke up to now, all right? In this conversation and the the other one. I have to choose, this is my right and and my duty (laughs) to choose especially now between good and evil or right and wrong and moral and immoral. I have to act upon my choices and upon my decisions and my, everything that I think or, or, or say. I have to act upon it. I have to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Only then, only after I chose and only after I started, just to start, just to the first step, God will come to my help. Before I choose and before I take the first step, God, I'm not saying I'm saying God as if it's a entity is looking, it's not like that. But anyway, this almighty intelligence that created everything for its own purpose <laughs> okay, only after I chose and this intelligence, this God Almighty will see that all right, that's my son, he's now doing the right thing, I will come to his help or oh, her help before that god will wait because we have we have the freedom of choice we can choose that's you know there's no other animal that can do that right. consciously choose there's no other animal that can do that we are the only one that can do that and we were created you know you, you know the story of creation we are the pinnacle of creation we are the the, the top God is proud of us, but in order for him or her, doesn't matter, to be really proud, we have to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And once you walk the walk, God will interfere, God will help, and He will, like many times in the past, He will get rid of all these Luciferians and Satan worshipers and all these blood thirsty and drinking creatures. Like that? No, for him? It's not a fault. Hey, he created everything. This is a minor step. But he created everything for us to choose. He has to wait for us. And if we don't act, if we don't walk the walk, reality will not change. Only when we walk the walk and we cry and we do and we say, no, I do not consent. This is what I choose. I protect my family. I protect life, my dignity, my respect. I protect my sovereignty and my, I protect everything that is sacred. Only then God will, inter- or God will interfere. Before that, He will not. And by saying, Shema Israel, Adonai Elo, Elokenu Adonai Echad, I'm saying, remember who is the boss. I'm saying this not just to me and to us. I'm saying it to them. Remember who is the boss. And I will tell you another thing that I've been saying in the last couple of weeks or more. We are, look, the third world war has started. We don't see it as a normal thing and it will get probably, I hope not, but possibly (laughs) it will get worse before it, it gets better. But we are going to win this war. Always we have won wars like that. Always. The only question is how many battles we are going to lose in this war. The other question is how many victims, especially children, we are going to lose in this war. And I'm trying to minimize the number of battles and the number of victims. That's it. I know, have no doubt, Aaron, and I'm telling all the viewers, we are winning this situation. There's no other option. It's God's creation, and we are God's soldiers or messengers. They are not. They are, to an extent, in order for us to see what's not to do and to choose choose the right stuff, all right? Mm. But in order for all of this to... Happen, and in order for us to win it quick as possible and with little uh, uh, damages as possible, we have to walk the walk. And some will go and be religious, some and go and demonstrate, some will write books. No matter what you do, as long as you walk your walk, and then God will say, okay, I'm here, son. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Good job. Thank you. I waited for you to do that. Now I'm here. You can rest shoe. go back to your family. I will sort things out. So this is what makes me say this line, this prayer, this to remind myself, to remind us, and I'm excluding them <laughs> Because they excluded themselves before I excluded them, I reminding them who is the boss, and for them to know that I know who is the boss, even if I don't have a keeper, it doesn't matter. I know,
0: I walk the walk. That's it. It's a really, uh, it's a really, it's fantastic note to uh, to to end our conversation just for today, uh, Shine. Um, I think uh, the 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 fear of heaven. It's not. It's a. It's not a small concept. And I. I really. I commend you. It's a very courageous thing to, to take something on and say something is above me, and I'm just small. You know what I mean? It's a ma- massive amount of courage. So really, like. Uh, I really want to say. I really respect you for that. For that decision to to take that on yourself. It's not an easy thing. <laughs> As uh, I really appreciate our conversation today, um, Shai, Just before we go, um, because we, we, it, we, it was a big one. I knew it would be a big one, and I think if we had a, you know, I, I could let it go, we could make this four hours and more. There is so much information and so much things to take apart. But I think we really got to some really uh, amazing points today. Um, just before we go do you have a message for any any people that are listening your audience my audience all the audience just remember I mean a lot of people I'm, I'm t- talking with their farmers you know what I mean they're, they're they're people working with land so you've just got a brief message for any of the people listening
1: before that I just say you know just the normal stuff sorry <laughs> I, I, I have a website my it's ahavan five dot com I have also other websites for radiation for water like water keepers and EMF keepers all right. just to say we can get information about water that'll all be on the show
0: notes as well anyone that wants to catch that you catch that on the show notes I'll put all the links in sure 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 I'm just uh, saying that also if uh, if someone wants to uh,
1: uh, support me support my work in what I do and put this information out and basically Saving as many children as possible in this digital industrial age. There's also a Patreon link you can go and support my work. Uh, After saying that and making my wife happy for saying it, um,
0: so you're making us happy as well. You must do that. I really (laughs) like. uh, I really appreciate that you put that you give people a way to to be involved in what you're doing. I think it's important. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, I think.
1: The, the, the most important thing is, is something I said before is that it's, I'm, 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 I'm being moved now <laughs> by, by this. Look, we are winning this war. And for those who don't know, we are in a war and it just started. So again, it may get worse, but we are winning this war. So don't lose hope, don't lose your positivity. Because with all the information going outside, it's easy to lose the hope and your positivity. But know that I'm in this 11 years now, 12 years now. Hey, I'm still hopeful. I'm still positive. And trust me, I know a lot of stuff that could have made me so negative and lose my hope. And still I'm here. And facing these baddies... <laughs> And knowing that truth is on our side, knowing that justice and morality is on our side, knowing that freedom, liberty and our rights is with us, knowing that God will not let his creation or its creation or her creation uh, to be minimized in any way by these bastards, you should be happy. This is Geula. This, we are in a very, very important, beautiful time in our life. It may appear as a bad one, sure. <laughs> we all sense it. We all have our fears. But, you know, like it's the, uh, the darkest time is before the sunrise. Same here. It's not just a cliche. It's, it's real. It may get darker, but the sun will rise. God will prevail. Don't you worry even one single bit. But remember that in order to feel that you are fulfilling (laughs) what you are here to do, you have to walk the walk. You have to differentiate between good and bad, true and false, It's time to la'asot berur, how do you say berur in English? Refinement. Refinement. It's time for refinements within oneself. It's time to teach very gently these things to our children. We don't know how much, how long we will be here, but we need to, the essence, the essence, we have to give it to the next generation. We have to remember it. We have to refine it and to pass it onwards. And don't you worry because again, we are winning and we need all of us because whoever is here now, alive now, has a part in what is happening and is crucial and very important to be here at this time and to walk the walk. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So God put us all here And it doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. It doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, God didn't ask you if you want to live now, if you want to be born now. He did it for his sake. He needs you. He needs me. He needs all of us. So be glad and joyful for that because we are all doing God's work. That's it. Mm
0: -hmm. Fantastic, Shai. Beautiful. So, um, anyone that wants to catch Shai's work, um, I will put all the all the links in the show notes. I highly recommend supporting what Shai does because pe- doing the work that Shai does, like you said, it's uh, there's a lot of negativity over there, and he's keeping himself positive. We can see that. But uh, people that uh, you, it's a big schud. It's a bigger uh, merit to involve yourself to to be a helper in somebody else doing something. That's a very big uh, concept in uh, in uh, Judaism. Actually, you know, you can you can be as if you're doing the work just by helping someone else do the work. That's it. It's a big concept. So.
1: And you know, Aaron, I noticed that since people are also helping me, supporting me, I, in a more easily way or free way, I've started to donate to others. (laughs) It's quite, (laughs) it's great. You know, I, I, I,
0: it's great, just great. It's, it's, it's called. A, it's called in Hebrew. It's called a mitzvah. It means like the reward you get of doing a good deed is another good deed. <laughs> and people get a bit annoyed, and, it, and, and like, it, and, and, and it's, it's
1: being fed. fed. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. yeah so yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: And it just. And again, this is this is God. This is creation because it's just multiplying. You know, it's like
0: that's it's, that's the idea of abundance. You know, what I mean, that's abundance. The, the, the exactly. Ecology exactly. as well. So, anyone that wants to catch uh, catch us, you can catch us on all the usual channels youtube is coming up next week as uh, as as faulty as it is and everything i learned something you gotta you gotta you gotta fail first do it like as if you're gonna fail first so i'm putting up your youtube channel next week as it is with the banner not perfect and everything all over the place we're gonna start next week and we're gonna start with the with the subtitles so all our local audience can get more of a, a grip on the information that we've got going out there um, I, I wish everyone would take the last message that Shai said. It's uh, very special that it's happening on Friday, right before the holy day of, of Shabbat for many people, anyone that's uh, religious Jewish. And uh, um, I hope you get the last message that Shai said because it's very important information and a fantastic way to to, to close this little uh, island that we made now of, of truth. So um, I, I, I really acknowledge you for all the work you're doing, Shai in everything that you're doing Thank and, you uh, very and much. You should continue doing it. And you should have a lot of health and success for your family. And you should influence a lot of other people, not influence. You should uh, share with a lot of other people uh, what you're doing. And they should also get healthy and, and more uh, being able to be healthy in the mind. So thanks a lot, Shai for everything. And uh, and we'll catch you on the next time. Thanks a lot for listening guys. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for having me, obviously. And, and yes, see you next time. And God bless. It was our pleasure. Thanks a lot, Shai.